babies. Is this how you lure the kids into the basement? Ooh. <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> did you boop? Did your, did your butthole go bloop? No, I peed a little. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Second time today? Yeah, my pants are a mess. Uh, speaking of losers, what do you say we start the show? Uh, the Simple Mind Sports Show, Friday Rewind. Um, let's do some opening takes. I'm going to start. It's football season, but we have breaking big, big, big news in the NBA this week um, that has to pertain to the Celtics. Um, not directly, but certainly pretty close, indirectly. Uh, obviously, I'm talking about the Damian Lillard trade to the Bucks and their uh escalation to the odds on favorite to win the NBA finals. Now with Dame Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, on the bucks. And here's my response to that. Dame dollar ain't worth a nickel because if Jason Tatum can get his shit together, he's worth a dime. It's all about Tatum. If Tatum excels to the point where he's supposed to excel, then it doesn't fucking matter. If Damian Lillard is on that bucks team, they don't have enough pieces around uh, Giannis and, L- and Lillard to compete with, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and what and what the Celtics have. If Jason Tatum can f- continue to make the steps to the, his next Mature. level of maturity on the court, off the court, leadership, uh, clutch, big time. We all know what he needs to do. If he does that, nobody's stopping him in the NBA, except for maybe Denver, if they can keep their shit together. They're the only ones that have the skill sets to do it. Um, other than that, if Tatum takes it to the next level, he very well could be the next, he could be very well be the next best player in the NBA for the foreseeable future, but he's got to take it there. If he doesn't, then sure. Yeah. They could get wiped out by fucking Miami at 18 again. That's my opening take, Bobby. Go ahead. I was going to come up here and do my normal harumphing, my normal bemoaning, groaning, complaining, whining about the Patriots, but that, you know, I, I came to the realization, this is what they are. I need to let it go. I, I I thought I had. I told myself I had let it go, but I haven't. This is an actual, this is a good win for the Patriots. Any win for the Patriots is a good win. Even though they beat the worst quarterback in football by a missed cunt hair of a Hail Mary, good win. And now we got, I think this next game of the season is the swing game of the season. Win, good season, lose, bad season. That's my prediction. You know, it's it's nice it's nice to see you guys. Ray's come around. It took him a year, but he finally had to admit Mac was good. He's back on the homer train. Bob, it's getting you a little closer. It's not a swing game in Dallas. It's not a swing game. They got a whole soft belly of the schedule right underneath it. They'll collect these Contero of a wins all season long, about eight, nine, they ten will, of them. They will collect one and by one until they have like a full shit. Irene Bush. That's right. And then by week 11, 12, uh, sorry, maybe more 15, 16, we'll be saying, holy shit, they got a chance for the playoffs. And that's the only point in time in which we can judge this team. 
can they finally get over the hump? The Patriots and Mac Jones are in the Jason Tatum zone uh, a little bit before. They got to get over the hump to get to the playoffs to prove that they can win some close games, not against Zach Wilson. Until then, they're going to beat up on the underbelly of the league in the Zach Wilsons and the Jets and the Saints and whoever else is coming down the pike mm-hmm. and uh, compete against the good teams but come up short. Until they don't come up short, yeah, they're the same team. Agreed. Raymond? Uh, mine is the NFL is in every other every week. It's an important game, and if you catch the teams on the right time, you could be a really good team. Patriots, I'm talking about you because the Cowboys' offensive line is beat to shit. None of them did not. You know, say Bobby, he's come back around. He's come back. Did not participate. Shows in June. He's come. Yeah, yeah. Full circle here. I love it. I'm just saying you're catching the Cowboys at the right time. I mean, you got four four offensive linemen out this week that didn't practice uh, Wednesday or Thursday. That's a normal week for the Pats. Come on, Cowboys. But this is beautiful. Our defense is striving. You're going to be like the Baltimore Ravens or Chicago Bears. Your defense is going to win you games. It's not going to be the offense. So if you can catch the Cowboys slipping and slow down that offense and win a 17 to 14 game, then that's what you need to do. And welcome to the NFL because that's what happens week in and week out. You just got to stay healthy and you can make it all the way. That's it. Love you. That's God it. bless. I'm not going to get me. past the rookie of the month either. Okay. He plays here. Christian Gonzalez, rookie of the month. Yep. Bada boom, bada bing. I uh, put a hat on because I thought maybe I was having a decent hair day, but then I realized that my male part of pattern baldness just will not allow that at any point in any day whatsoever so see so when you sent me that one video today or photo you said look at that flow i didn't i that was a layup for me i could have been like yeah look at your flow but i didn't i held back well that's not gentleman. a layup i was admitting to my to everybody and everybody else on our group chat that i have a bad flow of hair i have male pattern baldness in the front i got widow peaks like you fucking read about and i'm jealous of jonathan taylor thomas's 1995 fucking flow that that would just be dumping. Have you considered your options about how to address this issue? Yeah, Dave Portnoy. Some. Dave Portnoy fixed it. Why yeah. can't you? It no, doesn't my... look that bad. I think you could probably thank you, Bobby. Solve this. You look like shit. I mean, you're not bald. No, balding. Not bald. Yeah, no, no. It's a real full in the back. It's just uh, up front here. Yeah. Uh, we're battling. Can't you just it. remove? Can't you just take some hair from another area and put it there? Yeah, you like your mother's ass. Good. Uh, my, uh, I think she's a donor. Same bloodline. Uh, she'll qualify. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd she take that from? Her vagine? One step, Ray. Just all right. Let's talk about our show rundown here. Uh, Isn't it her birthday today? Happy birthday, Kathy. It was. Yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, we will not be discussing my mother's birthday, but happy birthday, Mama. Uh, we will be talking about the Damien Lillard trade to Can the we box. Do the opening takes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was practicing happy birthday on my guitar when Ray uh, hit me with a pedo joke uh, that scared me, that scared the pee out of my pants for the second time today. My pants are a fucking mess. I told you that. Uh, can I talk about this goddamn rundown? We got Damian Lillard. Yeah, 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 yeah. The big fucking news in the NBA. Damian Lillard was supposed to go to the Heat. Didn't want to play for Portland. Was only going to go to the Heat. Nope. Now he goes to Milwaukee. He goes to the Worcester of fucking Wisconsin. Good for you, Dame. I hope that goes well for you. I'm not as high as it as everybody else. I'll tell you why. Uh, I told you the Tatum piece, but there's other pieces to that. Uh, so we'll talk about the Bucks uh, and how that Eastern Conference uh, is shaping up now as it pertains to the Celtics. Uh, they are who we thought they were. Mr. Vine, the Jets blow. Zach Wilson should be out of the league. The Patriots took advantage of it as slalomly uh, as they could, uh, but they come out with the win. So we'll do a little turning points and takeaways from that Pats-Jets game and uh, peek ahead to the pivot game of the season, uh, as it were.
for if, uh, Bobby Vine, but just another layup win uh, if you're Dr. Big Mac over there. Uh, we'll talk about the Cowboys. Uh, speaking of Big Mac, we got Bot Pods Basements, and ladies and gentlemen, they're back. Last year, they were Dr. Big Mac's power rankings. This year, we're sliding them right in the Bot Pods Basement. I like the Basement Series. I like the Bot Pod Basement Series. It was a good nice. shit, too, by the way. It was good shit. That's it's good. nice. I, right, I mean, uh, I figured it was if you were able to pop out like 10 ideas at once. Oh, man, it was good. Yeah, it was a good one. With each nugget uh, comes an idea with the fucking crayon brains <laughs> over there. Uh, uh, every day. <laughs> I knew that you were doing the crayon motion with your arm, but the camera doesn't know that. And it, does, <laughs> it looked like you something different. Yeah, you knew it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> every day we come up with a show, Ray uh, goes and sits on the toilet at work for however long and comes up with uh, the bottom of the totem pole of Dumb's basement ideas. This week, uh, we bring back a very popular segment, Power Rankings in the NFL, uh, where basically Ray tells us who he thinks is uh, is good teams, and Bobby, you and I just you shit all over it. We have shit all over it. So. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready. Get ready for that. <laughs> uh, we're going to bring back a Would You Rather. We haven't done a Would You Rather in a long time. I like that to loosen up the show. There's some good ones here, some gross ones, uh, some real thinkers, if you would. Uh, and then Simplest Minds of the Week. Not the strongest candidates this week, but sports-related, so we'll touch on those. Uh, this is the Simple Minds Sports Show, Friday Rewind, September 29th. Welcome to the show. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're welcome. It's a mediocre day, but Bobby's found a new room to record in, so that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're uh, listening on your preferred uh, podcast platforms, uh, please subscribe, rate, review. Tell your friends, as always, tell your mothers. Tell them about shankitgolf.com uh, and type in promo code SIMPLEMINDS for 15% off all your orders, including the infamous titties hat Ray is wearing right now. Black hat, black canvas hat with the titties um text across it that looks like titleist it's got that classy white rope uh along the brim it's nice it's nice if you got the galls to be bringing on that to the course and shooting a uh, a mediocre 40 45 uh to 49 every wednesday night then shanky golf's for you use promo code uh, simple minds for 15 percent off i do my shooting at night but <laughs> i score better than that you line that one up yeah it was terrible. You like it, Rex. 100% of the time. 60% of the time. Uh, Damian Lillard <laughs> traded to the Bucks. The Bucks get Damian Lillard. The Blazers get Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Tumani Kamara, a 2029 unprotected pick from the Bucks. 2029 unprotected pick from the Bucks. In 2028 and 2030 pick swaps from the Bucks when they are almost guaranteed to suck. So Blazers made up pretty good here. Generally, you get some good stuff when you trade a superstar, but not always. Uh, and the Suns, who jumped into this trade, who sent eight into the to Portland, get Yusuf Nurkic. Um, they also got who Grayson Allen, Kazir Little, Dine. and Keon Johnson. Thank you. Uh, so the the Bucks decimated their their uh, bench and their depth. Uh, they traded one of their big three, uh, Drew Holiday, uh, and they bring in Damian Lillard. And now they're considered to be the odds-on favorite to win the NBA championship, not just come out of the East, win the NBA championship with Damian Lillard, 
Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Pat Connington. Is your, that's your starting lineup. I'll say that again. Patty Star- Damian Lillard, Pat Connington, Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Brooke Lopez. I don't. We, we can go down their bench if you want, but you only know half their names, and they're all pretty old and shitty. Robin Lopez, something called Marjan Bouchamp, Malik Beasley, who should be out of the league, Jay Crowder, Goran Dragic is still playing somehow, and Bobby Portis is still playing somehow. I like Bobby so, Portis. Bobby Portis is probably the best thing on that bench. He didn't play last year, but he when he plays, he's good. Is what I'm saying. I would agree. He's probably their best bench player. Yeah. The, I would the corpse of I, Jay Crowder and Goran Dragic. I would recommend go look at what Bobby Portis did last year. I think you're thinking Bobby Portis in their championship run the year before. Bobby Portis did jack shit last year. He fell out of rotation. I'm, he didn't play. I'm just thinking, well, that's why he's on the bench, but that's what I'm saying. He's their best bench mm-hmm. piece right now. Which, okay, fine. But that, that's what how much that's saying about their bench piece. This is all to say I'm not as high on this move. I get it. Damian Lillard, one of the best players in the NBA. Okay, fine. Look, he's 6'2", 195 with uh, a calf and ankle injury, a, a calf injury that if they didn't suck, probably would not have kept him out of, the, out of the games last year, but kept him out for the last third of the season last year. Calf injuries lead to Achilles injuries, especially when you're 33 years old. I understand he can bomb from deep. I like the dynamic between him and Giannis inside, outside. They needed um, to keep Giannis happy is why Dame Miller is in Milwaukee. The upgrade over Drew Holiday offensively is obviously is obvious. Defensively, they took massive steps back. I I'm just not as high on it as everybody else, Bobby. I you know I think the talent certainly outweighs everything in the NBA, but Jesus, this is obvious. You better stay healthy. If either one of those guys go down, they're done. You could say that about a lot of teams, sure, I guess. But you're dealing with a 33 year old small point guard. Celtics have been through a few of those fucking transactions before. Well, not only is he a small point guard, he's never really played winning basketball. I mean, he's been on one of these small market teams where he's basically just jacked up shots his entire career. And I'm not saying the guy can't play. He knows how to score, but he's never had to actually facilitate winning a playoff game where he plays winning basketball, not just scoring as many points as he can. And like just trying to look cool because that's kind of what his game is. So him as like a winner, he isn't proven. Whereas they just traded away a winning point guard that's was part of that team. So I'm not sold on it either. He's old. He just didn't play the last month. Was he even hurt or did he just not play? I thought he just sat it out. They he sat out since like January, I thought. Yeah, yeah, he had an ankle injury in January. And then he came back. They said they had a calf injury in March. And he basically didn't play the whole second half of the season. And uh, yeah. yeah, to your point, Bobby and Ray, like he's so in, in the playoffs. He's 22 and 39. He averages 20, 25 and a half points. Six uh, uh, six assists and four and a half rebounds. He's 37% from three. They had some decent teams with, um, oh, Jesus. Sorry, who's the who's the point guard he played with? C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum. And Nurchik was over there. They had, they had some decent teams. Mello was on those teams co- contributing for a couple years um, towards the end of his career. He made the conference finals once, was swept by the Golden State Warriors, He's been one and done in the playoffs five times, and he's missed the playoffs four times out of his out of his career. So, yeah, I'm with you, Bobby. Like, there's no proven track record of of winning at a high level. I get he hasn't been on the best teams, but he's been on some pretty competitive teams in a in a time where the West was not a juggernaut the last four, three, four uh, years. When you know when he had a competitive team, yeah, the Warriors he wasn't going to get past. I get that, but 
name me somebody else that, you know, he, they should have been in the conference finals. They should have been beating Houston and beating those other Western conference teams and battling with the warriors. And then you, then, then you can talk to me about Dame Lillard being a gamer and, and, you know, a real competitor and a winner in the playoffs. Stats don't say it. His, his record doesn't say it. Um, feels like we're, Feels like we're kind of trying to make ourselves feel better as Celtics fans here that it's not that big of a deal, Ray. Do you disagree or agree? Do you think it's a big move, Dame Lillard being on the Bucks? I think it's a big deal. Uh, do I think it's going to work out in the long run? No, but I think right now they're trying to make Giannis happy. He only has two years left in Milwaukee. He's a uh, he has a player option for the 26-27 season, I believe. So you got two years to make this guy happy and want to stay here in Milwaukee or else this whole thing that you just traded for um, – uh, Damian Lillard and uh, trying to make Giannis happy by bringing role pieces like that is going to fall on your face and you're going to look like a laughing stock in the NBA with uh, no superstars left and you know nothing in your hand because you just trade away your future. Yeah, it's a good from point. From a Celtics angle, no, is it good? No, go ahead, Bobby. Uh, well, I was going to say from a Celtics angle, the Celtics just never have a point guard, so he would make more sense on the Celtics as he would on a team like. Uh, the way the Bucks were constructed, but that's not necessarily what the Bucks would have needed. But the Celtics haven't had a point guard since Kemba, I guess. So that's just something that they need. Yeah, the only pushback I'll have on that is you have two your two best players are ball dominant and Tatum and Brown, and Dame is ball dominant mostly. I mean, he played with CJ McCollum, but they kind of just took turns similar to Tatum and Brown. So I actually don't. I actually really like the fit in Milwaukee. They just are so I mean they're gonna have to do a lot of work on the buyout market they're gonna have to do a lot of work on the uh, free agency I mean I think they're above that uh, double max super max threshold and mm. so that really limits what they can do in terms of adding to that team so they're really gonna rely on Giannis and Dame and they're two of the best players in the league and then you got a Chris Middleton who is no slouch but has been dealing with injuries the past two years hasn't been able to stay on the court um, and some decent pieces in Connington and Brooke Lopez, but that's where it stops. So um, depth in the regular season we know is important. Uh, depth in the playoffs is important. Having some good guy be able to come off the bench and either play defense, lockdown, or hit some threes. or Everybody needs a game from some bench player. I don't see where that's coming from on the Bucs. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just – uh, it wasn't as a, it was a surprising, big deal, big move for yeah, them. Yeah, where did that come from? No one was talking about Milwaukee at all. Well, I think last, we need to talk two, to Jimmy Butler. Well, the last two, two nights I heard it was Toronto that was warming up, and like they had like the front, uh, they were the front runners to get Damian Lillard, and then all of a sudden Milwaukee came out of left field, and I'm like, holy shit, how did this even come about? But well, <clears throat> we'll get into this, you know, and the Drew Holiday come to the Celtics thing. I just want to take a quick look at the direct matchup between Celtics and, and Bucks here first. But the Blazers are looking for uh, capital. They're in full tank mode. They're in full rebuild build mode. They want everybody young. So you've got um, essentially three picks from the Bucks three years from now. Uh, sorry, seven fucking years from now, where the Bucks should be abysmal. Um, so that first round pick should be good. We'll see what the pick swaps look like. Those are always a, a toss up. Um, but then you take a Drew Holiday that you're going to flip for at least one first round pick. Um, DeAndre Ayton's young. Uh, you can either keep him on your timeline or flip him for probably another first round pick. You know, they oh, look at OKC and, and what they did sitting on 75 first round picks in the next seven drafts or whatever. So that's crazy. Um, so, you know, the, the world's their oyster. We'll see what they can do with that. Uh, so let's get back to that and, and what the Celtics can do with that Drew Holiday rumor of him coming, coming to Boston. But before we do that, I just want to do that 
direct comparison between the Celtics and the Bucks, and and just kind of see who who we think shakes out as better as of right now. And we could just do the top six players. So <clears throat> you got Tatum and Giannis as obviously the two best players on each team. Giannis has a couple MVPs, a couple defensive players of the year. Right now, if you're going to build a team, are you taking Giannis or are you taking Tatum? Giannis. Probably have to go Giannis. I think I go Giannis too. But you're taking Giannis knowing that you're going to add something to him. No, of course. Right. Yeah. Like if it's. Because then you know what you need. Right. If it's just a situation where this player needs to do almost everything for your team, it's got to be Tatum. He, Giannis doesn't have the skill sets to do, to, to do that. No, but I think Giannis can take over a game. Unlike Tatum who has done it in the past, but not have a championship to his name. Giannis does have that championship. I think, yeah, I think, yes. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. There's, there's not a lot of arguing that Giannis is a top three player in the league. Okay. Uh, Tatum's obviously the second best player in, in that situation. Then you got Brown and Lillard arguably as the next two best. Uh, you, everyone's probably taking Lillard in this situation uh, from a talent perspective. And then it gets interesting. <clears throat> now the Celtics have uh, Derek white at point guard. You got Porzingis at center and uh, time Lord uh, somewhere in that mix and Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench as, as we stand here today. And the other guys for the Bucks are Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Connington, and as you pointed out, Bobby Portis. I, you take those players' names, and it's a pretty fucking dominating win for the Celtics. No? Yeah, yeah, because you can even go Hal Horford instead of Brogdon there, and I would still take the sixth man over that. Are you taking Porzingis over Middleton or Derek White over Middleton, whoever you deem the, the third-best player on the Celtics right now? Uh, I take Porzingis over Middleton. Derek White, yeah, I think Derek White on the Celtics, yes. As a player, I I think probably Middleton's more just better, but just Derek White on the Celtics, he's their he's their their do everything guy, and like you said, he he's able to be a point guard without dominating the ball. Yeah, and I think Derek White's evolved into a pretty good little player. I I, I he might even be rivaling Middleton at this point. Middleton's career is just a better player, especially when you consider the defense that Derek White plays. So uh, I guess that's my point. It's like if if Tatum can – so uh, I listened to Sports Up today and they ran a comparison against Giannis and Porzingis when they've matched up against each other, and it's quite a few games. And essentially they wash in terms of uh, shooting percentage, points, uh, defensively, how they match up together. It's essentially a wash. Giannis gets a lot of credit for defense, but he's an off-ball defender. He's not an on-ball defender. He doesn't yeah. shut guys down. He doesn't take Kevin Durant or Jason Tatum and shut them down on the perimeter. He just he plays like help around. defense with blocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I think Tatum's better in that in that category in terms of defensively. I, Tatum I and Brown, they, they guard ball. They go on ball. Who's playing defense on the box except for Lopez in the paint? He's guarding the, the rim. He's an excellent well, rim protector. Lillard's not guarding anybody. He plays like Curry defense, but he's Who not as good. Go- who does Milwaukee guard in that situation? That's their starting five and our starting five. Who takes who? Uh, Middleton has matched up with Tatum in the past. Good luck. Um, I don't know. Connington's going to take, Connington's gonna take uh, Brown. Like, Lillard's not a good defender. That's small. what I'm saying. Lillard can't guard anybody in that five. He'll no. probably go up against Derek White, and Derek White's like a foot taller than him. Yeah. You, 
if you go down that line, anyone on the Celtics can guard those guys one-on-one, no problem. And then you try to flop that, and they can't. They can't match up with us defensively. Yeah, I mean, maybe not no problem. Lillard and, and Giannis are, uh, are a nightmare matchup for anybody one-on-one. Of course, but... I'm just saying, but you, you we have the tools to help yes. defense or play off that, the screen, the pick-and-roll stuff. I'm saying that Celtics are better than the uh, Bucks will be. at this Yeah, they're they're more this. uniquely <laughs> equipped to play defense against that Bucks team. So that's, I don't, I ha- I still have the Celtics um, as the odds-on favorite coming out of the East because of that. But as I said in my opening take, it's all on Tatum. It's all on Tatum. He has to develop into that player in a game six and game seven. I know it's an injury, but Michael Jordan's not rolling his ankle on the first play of the game in a game seven. He understands the, he understands the, uh, don't go for that fucking rebound. It's the first play of a game seven. We need you at the end. And that's a, that's an odd criticism because it's a fluke play. But the best guys don't do that. They just, they're there. They're there and they're making the plays. And so Tatum's got to, if he can get to that level, yeah, there's going to be the best team in the league for a long time. Did you hear what Jay Stu said quickly about uh, Tatum's injury that you were just speaking of? If they would have made the finals, he wouldn't have played at all. Yeah, Jay Stu's a fucking uh, lion. I don't know. I believe him. He he watches wrestling like I do. So I fucking have to believe everything he says by heart. He, uh, look, good producer, uh, the best uh, local sports radio show in the country for like uh, 20 years or something. They're doing the right stuff. I listen to him almost every day, but he is a ratings humping whore. He will say anything <laughs> to get people angry enough to listen. Done and the, done. And he, yeah, I'll listen to that segment, right? He also said that he's still dealing with it four months later or whatever. It's yeah. a fucking ankle sprain. Mac Jones came back in three weeks, that pussy. So I think Tatum's <laughs> okay. They're at training camp now. Tatum and Brown are in Boston working out at the Garden as we speak, or at whatever uh, their training facility is in Brookline. There, is it Brookline or is it Brandeis? Brandeis. I thought uh, it was Waltham. I was gonna say Waltham. Maybe it's Waltham. Isn't Brandeis? What is it, Bobby? What'd you say? Waltham. Waltham. Fucking Connecticut cunt. Waffles? Uh, no, Waltham. Yeah. Waffles. What do you think of this Drew Holiday uh, stuff? So. A lot of sound out there. A lot of people talking about Drew Holiday coming to the Celtics. Also talking about him coming to the Heat. Also talking about him coming to the Sixers. I've been thinking about it. What's that? Clippers as well. Clippers? The Clippers are always in and never do anything. Yeah, I don't understand uh, that either. Uh, I've been thinking about it You know, as soon as it dropped. I am, I'm, I, you could have convinced me. Like 12 hours you could have, could have convinced me either way. Now I'm all in. Just fucking do it. Just do mm-hmm. it. Oh, God. My idea. I'll give you the I. I'll say it's ideal just because I think it gets it done. Uh, the deal for for Drew Holiday, Brogdon, Time Lord, some combination of salary Pritchard or Cornette or whatever you need three million dollars or whatever to make the money work. Two first round picks, two second round picks. That should done. get it done. And if you need that a third team. If you need a third team in there, if they don't want Brogdon, because uh, they, they don't think it can flip or whatever, um, uh, I saw a scenario where you bring in the Pacers and the Pacers get Brogdon back, and then Buddy Heald goes to um, goes to Sacramento because it's an easier uh, deal to flip because they're looking to get young. Um, fine, whatever. Make the make the deal, Brad. Make the deal. Give up your picks. The, the Celtics have five picks next year. They have their own first round. They have Golden State's first round, and they have three second round picks, which are not useless anymore because of the CBA. They you can now stash guys with second round picks. They're useful now. People want them. Teams want them. You have five picks next year. Don't Danny Ainge this shit. Dump your yeah. picks. Get that guy. 
And the only the only mistake I hear people making is they're comparing him to Marcus Smart. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Marcus Smart's gone. That that situation's out of the equation. Who's making need, that comparison? Uh, dumb Boobs. fucks. Boobs. <laughs> you need to be comparing uh, uh, Drew Holiday to Malcolm Brogdon. That's your upgrade. That's your upgrade, and you're sacrificing time, and you're sacrificing Robert Williams or Al Horford in this situation. So the question is, are you willing to sacrifice that front end depth, which is weak, sure, for a Drew Holiday upgrade over Malcolm Brogdon? That's that's the that's the deal. Do you think it has to be that much though? It seems a little rich to get all those guys, especially if you're trying to rebuild. Wouldn't you want more picks to build around a young team? rather than taking all those players on. I think you could just get rid of Malcolm Brogdon and a bunch of fucking first-round picks and say, take it. Well, you got the the, to make the money work. I don't think it's that much off. It's 22.5 versus 37. It's not too far off. It's $15 million off. Yeah, you got to make the money work. And the Celtics are up against that threshold. threshold. So it's not like they can take on. They got to dump out. They got to dump out 35 to bring 37 back to get still beyond or something like that. They only have like two, two and a half millions of, of cap space to work with. So yeah. yeah, it might not, but you're also in an arms race now with Philly and Miami and whoever else. So it's, it's double fold. Like you're, you're going to take them, you're going to keep him away from your main competitors and you're going to bring a guy in who has a recent championship is a flat out dog and is going to have something to prove against the team that's your main competitor for dumping him for a guy that's never won shit. Give me Drew Holiday tomorrow, right now. He's perfect. He's perfect. Yeah, I agree. 100%. If you get him on this team, that point guard on favorite. I mean, you have a top four. That's a four banger that you have for starters right there. And then put in Al Horford, who's old as shit, but is trying to get that one elusive championship that he's never won. So how wouldn't we be the odds on favorite to win the championship? You can thank oh. Al Horford by sending him to Portland. You think you, you'd rather keep Time Lord? If you give me an option between the two, yeah. I'd rather keep Al Horford just because you know that you're not going to be able to keep Tatum or Brown. I mean, that money will dump off. You'd have to pay Time Lord beforehand, so I'd rather keep Al Horford. I'm I'm keeping Al Horford number one because I'm down on Time Lord. I think he's overrated. You've been uh, on time. You've been rookie year. You were on Time Lord. I don't think he's a very good fucking basketball player. I think he's a good athlete that can't stay healthy because he relies on knees to jump through the roof, and he's six eleven, and those knees don't last. And you you put him in a Joe Missoula three ball system, and he disappears offensively. He's a yeah. nice off ball defender. And I had forgotten about that fucking asshole. And Sorry, you had man. to bring him up. We're sitting here talking about the Sorry, Celtics, dude. and you had we're to being real nice bring with each other, yeah. Joey fucking Maz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, he just doesn't fit that system. Porzingis does. Al Horford does. I'll keep Al Horford on the bench all season long just to man up against Joel Embiid and make him look like a bitch in the playoffs again. That's that's why I'll keep him. Be, uh, and Horford's good for one game against Giannis too. The, if you get rid of Al Horford, you have nobody to play that type of defense against the minimal big men that you're going to play. But one of them's Embiid. And if you don't have Al Horford. There's a chance you lose one of the series that you fucking demolished the Sixers in mm-hmm. the last three or four years, but it, uh, Horford's been a big reason why against Embiid. So I get he's 37, he's our age, but I keep him for that sole reason alone. And then just go get some stiffs off the street to spell minutes in inside. No one's playing inside anymore. If you get Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, forget it. Forget yeah. it. 
Um, all right. Well, let's see if Brad's got the stones to do it. He certainly has the ammunition. Uh, speaking of stones, let's throw over the headlines with the obvious one. Thank you, Richard. All the Patriots needed was to face that bum Zach Wilson to get their first win of the season. Patriots won 15 to 10 and are one and two. Next up, matchup with Jerry's World against the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is currently a six and a half point favorite. As of Wednesday, here is the injury report. Limited Christian Barmore with a knee, uh, Gachow ankle, uh, Jonathan Jones ankle, City Sal concussion, and Cole Strange with a knee. Hopefully, they are ready to go on Sunday. The Red Sox season ends Sunday. A blockbuster trade happened on Wednesday, as we just talked about. The landscape of the NBA. Damian Lillard has finally been traded, not to South Beach, but where weather is great year-round. No, no, no. I'm talking about Milwaukee, where it sucks. Uh, the Blazers said, fuck you and enjoy the cold. Uh, the three-team trade has the Bucks getting Damian Lillard, the Blazers getting Yonder, uh, DeAndre Ayton, Drew Holiday, and a bunch of pick swaps, and the Suns getting Yusuf Nurchik and Grayson Allen. And on this day in 1995, trial for former NFL running back, broadcaster, and actor O.J. Simpson sent to the jury, as we all know, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Back to you, Richard. Wow, what a home run of a, uh, in today's history of uh, Dr. Big Mac, obvious one. Well, there's some baseball, but we all know baseball is dead to us right now until the Red Sox do something, so. I was watching Seinfeld the other day, and they have that lawyer on there, Jackie Jackie something, that Kramer yeah. always does stupid shit with. <laughs> you actually made me think of Johnny Cochran. Jackie, whatever his name is. <sighs> what is his last name? Is Jackie, uh... It's Jackie something. Gleason. No, it's Jackie. It was the episode where he goes to sue the the um the coffee company because he burns his mouth and then he goes Giles <laughs> he goes Jackie into Giles. the lawyer with with him and he goes we're prepared to offer you a lifetime of free coffee yes and they would have given him like a hundred grand <laughs> uh, so I I hope Seinfeld doesn't get lost in the ether of time I know it's still widely re uh, recognized but I feel like the uh, the Gen Zs just go. Oh yeah, no, it's you know greatest one of the greatest sitcoms, but they've never actually seen it. Never sat Seinfeld is, is two things. Phenomenal. One, I've never seen it, and two, I don't like Jerry Seinfeld. You've never seen Seinfeld? Nope. Never seen one full episode. He's a real refused poor, to. He's a real poor taste in comedy, Ray. He's not. You know, we we have a bottom of the totem pole basement segment for a reason. He lives down. I don't understand what you mean by that. You you live in the sewer of intelligence. And it's a terrible show. Thoughts. It's not even funny. That's it's hilarious. Yeah, guys. Widely considered one of the funniest shows of all time. So George Costanza is the greatest character ever created. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. Uh and he's, why don't you like he's Jerry a phenomenal human being? Did he hurt you? Did where did point in your body where he hurt you? I can't show you my butthole. I don't think you have the blurry thing in time for uh, you've put your butthole on this podcast before multiple yeah. times. <laughs> Uh, they are who we thought they were. The Jets blow. Patriots blow them out. Uh, this is a blowout for the Patriots. 15 to 10. Should not have been that close for sure. Pats left at least six points on the board with missed field goals. Jets scored a, uh, somehow miraculously scored a touchdown, 87 yard touchdown in the fourth quarter. Um, other than that, it, it felt like a 20 point game pretty much from the first field goal the Patriots made. Um, so whatever you want to say about that, good or bad from the Patriots, um, you know, to that they the fact that they almost blew it. 
Mac Jones, pedestrian day, uh, specifically in the second half, looked pretty good in the first half, but uh, 15 to 29, 201 yards in a touchdown. Zach Wilson, the sole reason you won this game. A, the stats for these two tell a different story. I thought Mac Jones played better than 50% passing, 200 yards in a touchdown. I thought Zach Wilson played worse than 18 for 36 and 154 yards. Um, but that's that's how it uh how it shook out. Mac Jones, well, you're right. Mac Jones had a funny game. He had some really good plays, like some individual very good throws, but then just like a lot of shit didn't work. And there was some drops. There was drops. From all the indication, though, it was really windy and really wet. So obviously that's a Achilles heel of Mac. He can't play in really bad weather games. But Wind that was bad for Mac. That was like probably a foot away from turning the season from Good to oh fuck the season's over. If Randall Cobb would have caught that hail mary, which he was very close of, if he didn't slip, a, he slipped. He, he did slip, and he we didn't would slip. Have his totally... old bitch knees didn't work. Go back and Same look thing. again. Slip he tried balls. to push off his off his left knee and it buckled. Well, I'm just saying that could, this could have been a totally different his conversation. Beautiful eyes saw the ball and his shitty knees didn't react in time. I'm with you though. Melting down right now. Yeah, it, like it it shouldn't come to that. I, I'm. I'm we're doing this show now. I'm like, Jesus, it feels like a really long time since they played football. The wins just don't stick with you the, the same way as the losses do. No, because the losses, you can just bitch all day and it just angers you the rest of the week until they play again on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into the takeaways, let's do uh, some of the scuttlebutt because the game is fairly boring. So, um, uh, but the uh, the headline coming out of this game was the uh, Mac tap, AKA sack tap gate. Uh, Mac Jones giving a little uh, shaft stroke to Sauce Gardner and RIP to Sauce Gardner's future uh, kids because he was concerned yeah. about the uh, the welfare of his uh, of nutsacks sperm. I think that's a real indictment on on the United States public education. I'm assuming he went to public schools for him to not understand how sperm work and how a nut tap work for him to be concerned about his children in that scenario. I can't have kids. Well, that was your choice. You already have a couple of them, and that was a mistake because of populating. My kids weren't mistakes. Thank God for your wife and her brain, because populating the human race with that fucking dumpster of a of a mind is not what we had in in mind. uh, When the world needs ditch diggers, imagine that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a ditch digger. You son of a bitch. No, he cleans out the ditches that are full of shit. Yeah, uh, Bob, what do you make? What do you make of this? So, uh, I, there's two takeaways for me. Uh, three takeaways. I thought I, I, this isn't the most important one, so I'll get out of the way. I thought Sauce Gardner sounded like a bitch. Who's uh, going after my fucking children? Shut the fuck up, dude! Like, good God, I think Mac Jones is a bitch for doing it. Like, yeah, you got your hand knocked away. So what? You give him a little sack tap. At the end of the day, I don't think any of it's that big of a deal. But the fact that it's become now and and really been escalated to Mac Jones and his incidents now three or four of them over the last years. Yeah, I sent you the video. Pattern. It's more than yeah, it's four. Okay, so he's got a pattern. He's a little tennis brat. He's got a little shit in him. He's a he is a little cunty. He's a little cunty. Do you like That's that or do you, like, do you not like that? Your take. Well, the first of all, the whole play. So it's on that, like whatever, some stupid second and one sneak that they did like 15 times. And so like he, he blows it, they blow the whistle. And then whoever it was CJ Mosley just body slams him. So now, you know, Max, he's mad. 
mad. And then he kept going. And then I think he, what is it? He got pushed by Sauce Gardner. And that's when he does a little tappy tappy. Why that wasn't a flag, number one, for a quarterback to get body slammed after the whistle. Just add that to the multiple bad calls during that game. But Mac has to stop this shit or people are going to hate him more than they already do. Because I just don't think people like the guy, Mac. I think people think he like he they everybody agrees that he wants to be good at football. He tries hard and does all these things. But everyone just thinks he's a pretentious asshole. He's Brad Marshan of the New England Patriots. He's one of those guys where, yeah, you see the dirty shit he does and we laugh at. But if he was if he wasn't on your team, you'd fucking think he's the most insufferable cunt in the world. I think most defensive linemen feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's, he's our quarterback, so I don't care. I love it. I think Sauce Gardens is a bitch. He's just not good as Brad Marshan. Um, yeah, I yeah. I, I just yeah. If he, if he didn't have those other incidents, so the other instance is uh, where Ray. We were at this game when uh, Burns kick uh, Brian uh, Burns. Brian Burns. That one was pretty bad. Uh, he held onto his leg and and twisted him or whatever. Almost ended his career. Yeah, I also didn't think that one was fucking that bad. Yeah, he fumbled the ball and he held onto his leg and gave him a little twist. And then Burns comes out and says he tried to end my career. It's like <laughs> maybe it's the defensive team players' like responses to these that, that make me not think it's that big a deal. He tried to end your career. You're a fucking 295 guy draping your whole body on this dude, trying to take the ball away, trying to end his career. And he grabbed your ankle and turned it a little. Fucking grow up, you pussy. Uh, then he went for the knee on uh Eli Apple on that interception. That one was mm-hmm. bad. That yeah, one that live, was, that I went, Ooh, that's a shitty move. <laughs> <laughs> that's Did a he shitty go after move. someone else's nuts, too. What was the other one? He, what was the, what was the I thought third? He headbutted one? someone, yeah. I thought he had like tried to head someone. In the no, club. it was Burns, know. it was the Eli Apple, and then um, I don't remember the one, so I don't know. Yeah, Couldn't he have been that somebody else's nuts. <laughs> this is a real I'm looking nut. for it. Nut nut grab. You sent us the compliment. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah, but our um, text exchange is very long. Yeah, I, you got to go to the top and you hit. I'll show you later. It's gonna take forever. Oh, I got it right here. Hold on. <laughs> so it's Carolina. Yeah. This play. Yeah, the burns. No, yeah, hold on. Let's burn. see how. Let's see. Does his ankle fucking get destroyed? Oh, my ankle! Bring up the car. Oh, that's the one. That's right. He slid, slid, slid tackle the Bears. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. Against the Bears game. He, he, he does have a thing for nuts. He slid and went for the nuts. There's the Eli Apple one. The Eli Apple one's the only one I really have. That's the one where, yeah, I remember seeing that, that one. against one. the Bears. He literally I forgot about the Bears one. In like this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could call that self-defense. Don't come at me, bitch. I'm going to cleat your nuts. Um... <laughs> uh, that's the the Eli Apple one's the only one I care and I probably like he that died, was the only dirty one out of all of them. Yeah. Someone's knee behind the play. The rest of it is like you're he's in the play. I don't know, whatever. I, I I don't care that much. Yeah, I'm with you. Cut it out. I think it speaks more to the person, to your point, Bobby. Um, you're supposed to be a leader, like just be above that shit and don't do it. Also, talk about this at your fan club the other night. Uh yeah, this is what we talked about. If Sauce okay. Gunner's dick is where his hand was, that's the weirdest dick I've ever seen. His shaft must be starting from his belly button. Good for him, I guess. But he like barely got Maybe he, he, like, it up. If you see where that video is, his hand kind of hits in the waistband. Like you know exactly he what does happened. an upward tuck. He does an upward that's tuck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's got a constant boner all day. Yeah. So like yeah, he yeah, actually got him right in the tip yeah. and it probably stung. He's just so hard for football, Sauce Gardner. He's doing the eighth grade fucking tuck all game, and Matt caught him. 
Uh, here's exactly here's exactly what happened. Mac was on the ground. He went to reach someone's hand. Sauce knocked his hand away. Sat, Mac got up and goes, that, "Fuck you, dude." Give him a little fucking flick. Like, yeah, good for you, fucking tough guy. And then Sauce Gardner can't have kids. That's what happened. So I'm okay with it. I really don't fucking care. The- Do you remember the first time you ever stuck your boner up in public? Oh yeah, like, I do it all the time. No, no, no. Uh, so my first time, since we're just talking about that, my mind went out of place. I was sixth grade in the this art is class. This breaking the... news. We're going to need a uh, breaking news. Yeah. Raise boners. I remember I got a really uncomfortable boner. Nicole Smith came into our art class. I got a boner. and this I had a more breaking I, news. <laughs> I had a Hakeem Lajuan shirt, and I literally had to like walk up there like this because I had a raging fucking boner. That was my first, like, you know, I just remember, you know, you were at 9-11, you know where you were when you first met your wife. I remember where I first got my first uncomfortable boner, art class, Miss Freeman, seventh, uh, sixth grade, Nicole Smith walked in. Ray's been married so long that he couldn't, this was before he couldn't get boners as an adult. This was when he couldn't get boners as a kid. That's when he met his wife. That's how fucking long he's been married. Twice so yeah. fucking mad all the time. Yeah, I drink a lot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Chemistry class did it for me for some reason. I don't know who was in there. Uh, Mr. Koch probably did it for me. He, he really got me. Oh, going. you were in high school getting an uncomfortable boner still? Yeah, man. Really? Well, was, he was a, he was freshman, a late bloomer. Freshman year, sophomore year. That's wow. That's a late bloomer. Well, they started young and they just kept going. Do you know Mr. Koch <laughs> cheated on Mrs. Koch and then he got a girl, a teacher pregnant at the what? school? Yeah. Uh, I know I you guys are out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> I knew something. I, I knew something was good for Koch. Yeah. To- I knew there was a fire sparking up there, not just the. I remember tower. hearing that, and all the women were like, "Oh man, I can't believe you did that." I'm like, "My fucking man, good for, good him. for him, good for him." He was slinging dick around that school the whole time. Mrs. Koch was a cold, he was a- cold hard bitch. I hated that class. She probably yeah. was. She obviously wasn't putting out, and he's like, "I'll show that bitch." Good for you. You better give me a book report. <laughs> I come home with a book report. Mm. Not not Walker's a bitch. No, that would have been a fucking A plus. That was the my finest work. Yeah. For anybody listening that uh, has any clue what we're talking about, uh, was that senior year? It must have been senior year. Probably. Senior year, whatever it was. Uh, we were in English class, and we were supposed to read some book. Nobody read it. And everyone came in and said, we didn't read it. Instead, Bobby went up to the front of the class with a, a handmade uh, book cover that said, Walker's a bitch. And the... The name of our teacher in the class was Mr. Walker, and then went on <laughs> to also, tell us how Walker was a bitch. Cover written. <laughs> what'd you get on that? What'd you get on that? Uh, what grade did you get on that? I got a B. <laughs> <laughs> I remember funny. the English class we were all in, and we got in trouble and thrown out of all the fucking time. Yeah, we go Walker. play trouble. We go play trouble, play trouble in the hallway. Out. Yeah, I remember. I fucking we would take all of our chairs out from our eighteen lockers that we stole from those <laughs> freshmen, <laughs> bitches. I remember taking my, uh, Bobby told me about cliff notes. He's like, yeah, just read the cliff notes of the book. I didn't read the fucking book. And then Walker pulled me aside after and goes, I know you didn't read it. I'm going to give you a 65 so you can pass my, or 66 so you can pass my class. I don't want to see you ever again. I'm like, later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were good times. He came out, we were playing trouble with the poppets and the pop, 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 pop. He comes out, just picks it up and smashes it in half. The pieces go fucking flying everywhere. <laughs> I remember you're like, you owe me a new board. <laughs> Remember when we had trouble all, all in his room and he came in one day? Oh, yeah, yeah. We gave him a gift of beer. <laughs> we hit it all in his class and like every orifice. Was he was just so angry all the time. Well, well yeah, I would too. <laughs> I was getting fucked around with like that. 
Oh shit! Well, man, if the the Patriots were as fun to watch as uh, <laughs> we were in high school, high school days, that we'd, we'd, we'd really be crushing it here. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, the Jerome Bettis thing. You pay any attention to this? Jerome Bettis, the latest uh, dickhead to complain about the cheating of the Patriots. Well, the first old, it was Ross Sanders going to the him. Patriots' defense on this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just it. I have no reaction to it anymore. Jerome Bettis went on some podcast and said uh, they had our signals and they stuffed us on fourth and one in the AFC championship game, which they lost by, I don't know, 20 something points. Yeah. Like that fourth down really mattered. No, it didn't. It's just another way to get stupid on you. All right, cool. Uh, All right. uh, Real quick. We can do this quick. The turning points and takeaways from the Jets game. Honestly, the first one was Zach Wilson. Anyone you want to talk? Anyone want to go off on how bad Zach Wilson is? He's bad. Bad. He really sucks. He's, He's bad. Really, really bad. Can't and fucking I, read an offense to save his life. The only thing I'll say about Zach Wilson is it seemed like the Jets players actually kind of liked the guy because they were like, hey, buddy, it's okay. We're going to go get him. We're going to go get him. We're going to go get him. Like rubbing his back on the sideline. They weren't even getting mad at him. See, I took that another way, Bobby. I took that as like the an over an overcompensation for uh, uh, someone that's just way out of their depth. And mm. they're just trying to comfort him mm. to a point where can, because they know he's their Treating only him chance. like a child. Yeah. Cause then at like the if end I was of trying it, to write live, read like goosebumps books, you guys would be like, Ray, you can do it. You can get through this first chapter. It's really yeah. easy. That's like, kind of the Bernstein I bears. What Rich is saying. Easy. Yep. Yeah. See, that's what you Rich can, is saying. Basically like, yeah, buddy. Buddy. idiot then, of the class. You're just like, yeah, buddy, you got it behind us. We're like this fucking guy sucks. He's a fucking idiot. We're going to make it. Because you had the blow up, Garrett. Uh, Garrett Wilson was blown up on the sideline. Um, the running back there was blowing up on the sideline. Almost fought the coach. You could see it unraveling on the True. on the sidelines Sorry. by the end. Yeah. Those things happen. He blows. Um, hey, I th- but at least Aaron Rodgers came out and said that they would be three and zero right now if he was playing. Did, Did he, he say that? Yeah. <laughs> what a douchebag! What an absolute douchebag! Did you hear what Joe Namath said about Zach Wilson? I'm sure he was drunk, but go on. He said, quote, it was disgusting. I don't want to see him again. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, not wrong. Uh, honestly, I think other than Zach Wilson playing up to play, showing up to play quarterback for the Jets, I think the turning point was literally the first three points scored by the Patriots. Uh, Chad Ryland goes out there, hits a, a field goal. Uh, Patriots go up 3 nothing for their first lead of 2023. And I, I don't think – I honestly felt like, okay, they're good. They – I really had that feeling. And then when they scored the touchdown, uh, the 58 yard play action touchdown to something called Farrell Brown, who uh, somehow He's made faster it faster than to... Juju and Devonte. He's faster. <laughs> he is. He ran away right. from people. I think you're right. He, I mean, he didn't he look slow. Not compared to those two, but he, yeah. <laughs> I, I was not sure if he was going to make it, but he did. I didn't um, think he was going to make it. I didn't think he was going to make it at all. One of their, uh, you know, one of their best plays uh, of the season. And it's, it was one of, this was the first half. They go down, they kick a field goal. They get a lead. They get the ball back. They have this play. And you're like, Oh, this came out of under center play action against a good jets defense. And like, Oh shit. The offense step forward here, step forward. Then you get to uh, before the end of the half and they got a minute 40, they get to midfield. They're driving. You get the Don, the no call on the uh, pass interference inside the five yard line. Um, was that, was that the Demario uh, Douglas, Douglas one? Is that Pop mm-hmm. Douglas? Yeah. Maybe a little underthrown ball from Mac, but definitely a pass interference. 
That gives them the ball inside the five yard line with whatever, uh, 17 or 18, 19 seconds left, you know, six points, at least three, they missed the field goal there. And, uh, and you're, you're going into that half going, Jesus, the offense looks pretty fucking good. They actually contributed on a two minute drive before the half and we'll get the ball back and they do have a chance at the double score thing. That's what it felt like going in the first half. Um, and then it kind of un- fucking unraveled from there. Uh, then he end the game. I, Judah, <clears throat> they couldn't, uh, offense couldn't close the game out. They had multiple chances. I think they punted the ball six times in a row. Uh, it took a Matt Judah on safety of, of another bad holding, bad play from Zach Wilson holding the ball that long. Matt Judah on safety, we thought, ended the game. Um, <laughs> was that before or after Wilson checked down on fourth down? Before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> This is how bad the offense was in closing out the game. They punted six times in the second half straight. The Jets went and scored an 87-yard touchdown, and they got the ball back because the Patriots didn't you know, close out the game. And we thought that they were going to go and threaten to, to win the game. Matt Judon gets a safety. We're like, oh, shit, game's over, 15, 15 to 10, game's over. They get the ball back again. Mm-hmm. They check it down on fourth down. And we get the turnover on downs. We're like, oh, fuck, game's over. They get the ball back again. They complete a midfield throw, and then they have a chance at the Hail Mary. So never mind the six punts in the row in the second half, not being able to score or do anything offensively in the second half. You gave them three chances inside of whatever the time was. Had to have been close to two or three minutes, maybe less. After a safety, which should have ended the game, you gave them two more cracks at it um, because your offense couldn't close out the game. And say what you want about the defense and the 87-yard drive and, and giving getting them a chance to uh, get the Hail Mary, but the Patriots offense should have closed that out with in the third quarter. They should have closed it out. Anyway, your but thoughts how, on the How turn. many times have we done that? How many times have we done that in the past, won those games that we're like, oh, shit, we shouldn't have won that game? Second half, it was all the Jets. The Jets were just dominating. Years, uh, the past two years, the Patriots haven't been able to close out those types of games. So I'm feeling more... Uh, positive about this team and this defense going forward because of what they showed in that Jets game. What? That didn't make any fucking sense. First of all, the Jets didn't dominate the second half. Both teams sucked. But you feel better. I mean, they scored more points in the second half, did they not? I would not classify the Jets of dominating any part of that game. I'm just saying, Patriots haven't been able to close out close games like that in the past two years. This is the first time. But you still feel better about the defense because of it? Yeah, because they were on the field and they had just had so many cracks at trying to score in that three minute window that you were just talking about, and the defense closed them out. Hmm. I guess well, I mean, based close. off the first three games, that's the only way they're going to win. I mean, the offense yeah. had a chance to win the first game, tie the second one, and they just had to run up the clock in the third, and they failed on all three occasions. Yeah, the 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 barometer on this team is one hundred percent. Can the offense close out games? That's that's a a check mark that you need that we need to start looking for. Um and I think yeah that's your biggest takeaway can the offense start closing out games and you're gonna see it again this week. Dallas is not gonna blow them out. That's gonna be a close game. Um, I'm actually yeah. I I think this is a good game for the Patriots. I think they can win this game. This is a good matchup for the Patriots. Raymond Oh, I absolutely agree. I mean like I said in my opening take the Cowboys offensive line struggling right now. They're all uh, limited participants at practice this week. Does that mean they're playing? Maybe, but they're not healthy. So 
this defense is rolling after that win against the Jets. You can go in there and you can shut down this offense and hopefully our offense and Mac Jones can actually squeak out a touchdown or get your special teams in field goal range and win the game sloppy at 13 to three or 13 to seven, something stupid like that. So do you feel better or worse about the offense after that Jets game going into Dallas? Same. I mean, I, yeah. I don't feel better or worse. Feel the same. Gotta pick one. Gotta pick one. Worse. Better because they played. It was a bad weather game, and Mac Jones still did good and won the game. Um, I'm just trying to find these statistics. So <clears throat> after that Jets game, there's a lot of, there's just been a lot of uh, the Patriots offense is either the same or worse than it was last year. Look at the numbers; they're scoring less than they did last year, which I just disagree with. I I feel better about the offense i think their second half was worse uh was not good i i think they took the foot off the gas in the second half they knew that they had it um bill belichick is notorious for not wanting to quote unquote show his uh plays or give anything on tape and they they think that they're good they the patriots don't think that they need to continue to work on stuff they think they're good because they're so egotistical in that building from a coaching standpoint that they don't think they need to do more. So you could see them take the foot off the gas pedal. They established some run game in the second half, but they couldn't convert on third downs. And that's a Mac Jones and receiver thing that, you know, could gel and continue to, to get better. So for those reasons, I'm, uh, I have, I'm more optimistic about this offense. I, I continue to be, and it's fucking light years from what it was last year, three games into the season. People just don't remember. And the statistics back it up. Through three games last year, the Patriots were one and two. Last year, they averaged 16.3 points a game. This year, they're having a whole point better, 17.3 points a game. Stocks and, up. <clears throat> what's that? Stocks up. Stocks up. Stocks up, baby. And and it should have been another point because Joe Cardona can't couldn't snap for shit in that game and Ooh, uh, caused terrible. two missed field goals from Chad Ryland with some high snaps. Do you put that all on the snapper or do you put any of it on? So the two were all the snapper. Nope, it was all the snapper. Everything was high. He couldn't get the laces in time. It's like the whole timing. Bobby, I I agree with Raymond. The first the first one at the end of the half had no shot. That thing was a, that was well, that was a high one. Well, and they yeah. couldn't get the laces on the right way. It was a fifty-eight yard or whatever. The second one, kick it straight, dude. I get it; it's high, uh, but you could tell that the high snap affected the kicker. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. A high snap shouldn't affect the kicker unless it affects the timing. And if the snapper can get it down, just kick the fucking thing straight. You're gonna have high. Well, snaps. you have to get the laces snaps, a certain way. Snaps. You have to have the laces. ball at a certain angle. I'm with you. Bad snaps, but uh, rookie kicker. Hopefully, you learn from it, get better at it. Um. Anyway, I I just thought the offense. I think the offense is going to continue to make strides. I think in this Cowboys game, uh, the Cardinals exposed their run defense. Um, from a Cowboys perspective, I think Zeke Elliott and Ramondre Stevenson should continue to get touches. The offensive line, second week in a row, you're going to have your quote starting offensive line for the Patriots. I think they found a new right tackle in that low kid. They benched Cameron and Callen. Uh, uh, Calvin Anderson. Uh, that low kid looked pretty good. He looked okay at left tackle the week before. So you got some continuity starting to grow. Uh, you had some offensive push from uh, from the line from the run game. Yeah, I give him a shot against. I give him a shot against Dallas. I think Mike McCarthy's a boob. I don't think he knows what the fuck he's doing. I think Dak Prescott is. Red seems so high. I would never. What's that? 
Cowboys favored by a touchdown. It was, mm-hmm. I saw it at a touchdown before. I, I did see it go down to six and a half, like you said, right? Obviously, people are, I think a lot of people are hammering the Patriots right now. I, I just, like, that's the only thing, like, that's so high. Like, to me, when I look at it, it seems like this is, yeah, like a close game and like the, the Patriots just match up because the Cowboys want to play rock fights and that's what the Patriots want to do. So, who's going to be better at a rock fight? Like, Patriots probably so I take my chances there and a touchdown spread with these two game with these two teams just seems real high yeah especially with Diggs going down with that ACL injury now you have Stefan Gilmore who's your uh, uh, right cornerback right now so what's going to happen there yeah. uh, could we expose their secondary I just <clears throat> I look at it from uh, Patriots defense perspective because that's how they're going to win games CeeDee Lamb is their only weapon Christian Gonzalez looks as good as anybody playing cornerback in the he NFL is the this truth. Year. He's pretty goddamn good. Um, he it, looks big he, on the field, too. Doesn't he? He's good. Clockwise nice or height-wise? He's, got, he's he's a big corner. He looks We're going to have to ask Mac Jones about that. Uh, and let's start for, they're down the uh, the Jones trifecta in the secondary, Marcus, Jonathan, and Jack. And so they've been playing Hopefully with Hopefully Jonathan backups. Jones returns. Uh, I just think again they win this game on defense. I don't. I'm not a big Dak Prescott fan. Uh, I just think their weapons have been depleted since the last couple of years. Um, are, you, are you afraid of uh, Brandon Cooks? I'm not. Uh, you got to watch the run game. I think for the for the Cowboys, you got to watch Pollard in the run game against the defensive run defense. The Patriots deep run defense up too. is not good. And then, uh, yeah, the offense for the Patriots needs to be able to uh, contribute. That Dallas, Micah Parsons, and the defense can get after him. So um, they got to come up with a good scheme. But I got him winning 20 to 22. How do you like that score? Too high. <laughs> I know you gave Chad your score special. Before, was... Chad Ryan kicks in the six field goals you have there. Yeah. I think uh, I had it. I, uh, I had a uh, two touchdowns, a missed extra point, and two field goals. So there you go. Ray, I know you said your score, but I was looking some shit up. What did you say? No, it's going to be like a 17-16 game. It's going to be close, but I think the Patriots squeaked by. Bobby? I will go 23-16 to 16, Patriots. Wow. Oh, we got a That's sweep. A blowout. That's another blowout. It, 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 it is going to just an unwavering crush job by the Patriots. <laughs> uh, going back to my piece of paper... Ray and Rich both have the Cowboys winning, but Bobby had them losing this week. So I told you it was a swing game, so I'm coming positive. Wait, okay? I had the I had the Patriots winning. I had them at I two said, and two. You said me and I you had, had two and two. Me and you had them beating the Cowboys, except for Bobby. Bobby had them losing to the. But Cowboys. I had them at two and two, and I told you it's a swing game, so I'm coming positive. You did have them at two and two. I had them at three and one, and Rich had them at two and two. So you boys could be right going into. Bobby's coming positive. And I am positively coming on Tuesday nights on you. Uh, we're back with one of our favorite segments, Bot Pods Basement, where we dive into the depths of uh, the dumbest of our totem pole contestants here. And we really, uh, really get to see what's going on in, in that brain of yours and that in that crayon brain's of yours there raymond uh you. this this week we're going to do nfl power rankings edition we are running a little bit late per usual so if you could be quick with this and we will make our insults uh concise um go ahead very good uh first and foremost i want to take out the afc south and nfc south because they're both frauds 
Uh, the only team that I would consider would be Jacksonville Jaguars, but after getting destroyed by the Texans last week, they are up. Let's begin. Starting at number 10, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers at 2-1. and one. Uh, Maybe a model for the Patriots fans to marvel at because the defense is the top three. Boo! Oh, the All Pittsburgh right. Steelers, the Pittsburgh yep. Steelers, the yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steelers. Yeah, they fucking suck. They're two and one. They well, suck. I mean, their offense blows. Go ahead. Their offense blows, but that's why I'm saying the Patriots fans can marvel at this because our offense blows and our defense is very good. That's how Who'd they're they winning play? games. Who they play? Who they beat? Good teams. Oh yeah, good teams. Good teams. Go ahead. Go Cleveland. on. Oh, oh, uh, number nine. Do you want me to go to number nine now? Please. Uh, Green Bay Packers. No one thought they would be here. Jordan Love isn't bad. He comes with poise and confidence. Their only uh, loss came against the Falcons, but they don't count since they play in the NFC South. Continue. Okay. Uh, number eight, I have uh, Rich's favorite quarterback, Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith. The guy got bitch slapped by a New York teammate for not paying a $700 bill, but he's the eighth best quarterback in the league. Uh, going by QBR, though he hasn't uh, wasn't on our list at the time. Uh, Pete Carroll, give him credit. He's been doing things with the Seattle Seahawks right now. Uh, they were supposed to be tanking after trading Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos for picks, but yet they're striving with Geno. Nothing yet. All right, good. <sighs> at number seven, I have the Buffalo Bills at two and one. They started off slow, but they have Heaven a the quarterback. <laughs> yep, they have a quarterback who has rocks for brains and Josh Allen. So I am predicting the Dolphins are going to. Uh, destroy Buffalo Bills and their dreams and bring them back to mediocrity. Uh, number six, I have Rich's Super Bowl pick, the Detroit Lions at 2-1. and one. They opened up against the Chiefs and beat them at Arrowhead, which is hard to do, but Jared Goff has just been like Geno and playing great football. Goff is currently the fourth best uh, quarterback in QBR, and that Lions defense another year older is looking primed to be a top five defense. I appreciate the effort defense. you put in statistically here, but to put the Lions above the Bills at this point seems seems a, a little bit premature and ridic- ridiculous. Jared Goff um, nah, doesn't feel good. It's always a little bit tricky to um, to bitch at you right now because we're in the middle of it. I got to see where the things shake out, but I, I, it doesn't feel right. Bobby, anything? Yeah, no, I would agree. Lions, six. I don't know about that. Okay, well, let's continue. I don't know about that. Let's go into my top five power rankings. At number five, I have the Dallas Cowboys at two and one. Uh, They opened up against the, uh, wait, hold on. They lost the Cardinals, which is embarrassing in itself. But did you know that the city and the fans were already planning a Super Bowl parade for Dallas? That's what they were doing because they had them boys. Injuries is where the uh, top five team could be uh, bounced out against the Patriots this week. So I have the Dallas Cowboys at five. Uh, no, too high. We're fucking too high. Bills, All right, very good. No, 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 no. You lose to I the Arizona wait. Cardinals who are actively fucking tanking. Um, that should drop good. you down outside the five. I don't like I, just these all of these teams. I don't think there should be even top 10 allowed in the power rankings. There should be like three teams. All right, Kansas City Chiefs. I have a number uh, four. All it took was Taylor Swift being in tennis and that Mahomes-Kelsey connection is back on point. And Patrick Mahomes is like uh, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. If he's under center, you have to be a contender with Patrick Mahomes there. Uh, that's going to be uh, – okay. Yeah, four is probably okay. They haven't looked great. But I'm going to have an yeah, issue probably the with Chiefs. the rankings here with these last three. Only team with a good quarterback in the league. You're missing okay. also, I think you're uh, similar outside of the top ten. I think – the Bucks probably belong in there, maybe over the Steelers. It's close. Uh, do you not listen to me? Do you not listen to me? All the AFC South and NFC South teams were disqualified <laughs> because they're all not contenders and posers. So Fuck. none of them count. 
Apologies. No, I don't listen to you. Go ahead. Anyways, at number three, I have the defending NFC champs, the Philadelphia Eagles. They haven't looked very good. Yes, they're 3-0, and but their wins have been sloppy. They don't look like the same team from last year. That's why I have them at number three. Fine. Go. 49ers at number two. Uh, Joey Bosa, that uh, defense is probably one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, another Shanahan-led offense. And Brock Purdy playing like he did last year. He's not a fluke. Uh, he's the second-best quarterback QBR in the league right now. Uh, the only real question mark going last season was Brock Purdy, and he's proven the doubters wrong. At number one, I have the Miami Dolphins. You put up 70 points. That's all I got to say. Uh, they're my pick to win the AFC East, and now I'm, I'm picking them to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl because they're that good. Uh, Tua stays healthy. This, super, this is a Super Bowl winning team. I'm so excited, Bobby. I'm so excited. I'm, ho- I'm hoping I don't sway you here. I would like to hear your honest opinion. I'm so excited for everybody to take the cheese in this fucking Dolphins team and watch the trash spill out of their mouth come uh, November and December. I'm just very much looking forward to it. The 49ers would, would crush the Dolphins. They, they are a much better team. Thank you. Put them up against some competition. The Dolphins have uh, put 35 against the Chargers, who look like uh, stock down on Staley in that team. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They, they beat the lowly Patriots, barely, barely beat the lowly Patriots. And then they put 70 on Sean Payton, who is looking like the most overrated coach of our generation, um, and Russell Wilson, who wants to kiss babies and have some and have a bunch of sex instead of playing football. Uh, the Dolphins are overrated. I've t- been telling you that forever. Um, yes, they should. On the power rankings, you put up 70 points. I'm with you. You put them second, but they're not better than 49ers. So you have both of you are consensus 49ers are number one. Absolutely. Yep. And then who would you have in number two, the Dolphins? Sure, because it's week three and, and they put up 70 yeah. points. I'm with you, you there. Can put you them, the Eagles two or three, however you want to go for it. Yeah. And the rest of it, the Eagles and Chiefs, I think, are better teams than Miami, but they have looked worse. I think the Bills are too low. They should be higher. I have no faith in the fucking Cowboys. You lose to the Arizona. Wait, higher as in like 10 or higher? Nah, Bills, in... Bills should probably be fifth. Really? Over the Cowboys? I th- Did you mention the Ravens? Ravens aren't in there. Okay, you fucked that up. Ravens need Why? to be in there because they're better it's... than the, they're better than most of the team, half of the teams that you mentioned. I disagree. You don't you think the why? Ravens are you think a top the Steelers 10 team are better the than the issue? Ravens? Yes, I the do. Steelers are better than the Ravens. I hope Emmett Evans listens to this still, and yes, I do think the Steelers are better. This is why they are the bottom of the total. This is why it's a bot pod segment, Bobby. And you understand that we can't do this every week because it just it. it That's why it, I just waited. Oh Wait, 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 three weeks, baby. Well, we could do yeah. bot pog segments, but we can't give him this much creative autonomy. It has no, to no, just no, no. be he, like he can't have full thing. power over over no. these because my blood pressure is too high and no. uh it's just so aggravating. We just need to hear like a conspiracy theory. I had one too, and I just simple. didn't I didn't do it. Yeah, but what yeah, is it? Yeah. I want to hear it now. Uh the JFK. I watched uh Oliver Stone's JFK over the weekend because oh, did movie. that just come out? No, it's been out for or since nineteen ninety two. What's your preferred JFK JFK theory? Ooh, I don't think I don't think Lee Harvey, Harvey all well, I think he did shoot, but I don't think he was the only shooter. I think there was more shooters. Uh, you, well, you going with the three? The three? Yeah. The magic. Like, you don't subscribe to the magic bullet theory. Do I you? don't subscribe to the magic bullet theory at all. Of course not. No, of course not. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, no, it doesn't. But who did it? Government. Government and government boys. Which government? Uh, United States government. Who in the United States government? Uh, I think they. I'm on the train that. 
I'm on the train that JFK knew too much and was going to leak too much because he was fucking Marilyn Monroe. That's my conspiracy. That's where I lay out with it. So, like, she was filled. That's why she died at a young age. I think she was drugged as well by the U.S. government, and JFK was killed by the U.S. government. That's where I stand by it. You think he was dicking down Marilyn Monroe and that did him in? <laughs> I think he down. was telling her secrets. Dicking down is always such a funny term. I really like dicking down. I've been trying to bring it back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we could dive into that one for uh, for a good long while. Maybe we'll save it for another day. Um, all right, Ray. Uh, basement, pop pop basement power rankings. Uh, yet again, disappointing but entertaining. Thank you for that. Uh, quick afternoon delights and some would you rather to get to really get the mind uh, cranking here. Poor bed. Sky rockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it. I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. What? Before bed. Before get bed. Mind, oh. Get the mind cranking before bed. Uh, you ready bed. for sleepy? Sleepy? No, no, no. Sleepy, sleepy, sleepy. You do play like a couple of games. Oops. You look like you're wearing some pajamas with your striped shirt. Fuck you, dude. I look good in this shirt. It makes my tits look great. Yeah, your underboob is fucking. Mm. Mm. Thank you. It's nice. Yeah. Can't and wait to rest it on your mother's tonight when I jump yeah, out of that cake. I drop my it fucking nuts all over her fucking slippery, forehead. Slippery, yeah, I fucking it's, it's, slide your salami right there. Uh, would you rather go without shampoo for the rest of your life or toothpaste for the rest of your life? Which one are you giving up? Shampoo. Shampoo. I don't shampoo yes. my hair now. I don't give a fuck about shampoo. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a no-brainer. It's kind of a, a fucking imagine stand. like imagine Bobby. Imagine me trying to have a conversation after I just go down Rich's mother and I have that vagina breath. No, I need to just use that toothpaste to get that fucking mouth fresh. Yeah, pretend like your hair's not fucked up too after that. What are you, some kind of goddamn uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? No, you're gonna have some bad hair. You want to uh-uh. clean that thing up. Uh-uh. No, this is a bad question. It's going to ease us into us. This is more of a woman question. Women really need the shampoo and the product. We can just uh, whiffle it and be fine and everything. Yeah, I use body wash if I didn't have a shampoo. Yeah, I barely have any, any more hair. So we've, we've, we've gone over that. Uh, would you rather, this one's good. Now uh, this one's good. This one's going to take some uh, thinking. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of different senses involved here. Some, some grotesque uh, behavior. Uh, would you rather snort piss or eat pubes? Snort piss. How are you going to do it? even think Tell about us. it. Yeah, like he's done it before. Yeah. Because it just be over immediately, but the, you can, you're not going to swallow. No fucking way. It goes right into your esophagus. Then you throw up. They'd be in there and be all over. No one described how much. So I could eat like one little morsel of pubes, like that much. But you're snorting piss. There's a lot of piss there that you're snorting. Like mine, I wouldn't so even not, be able to taste. Let's not dissect it. It's an it. equal amount piss to pube ratio. Yeah, yeah for okay? sure. Oh, so it's like this game let's before? say it's it's two, it's it's one ounce or two one to two ounces of piss and the the equivalent amount of hair. Yeah, it's a mouthful of hair. It's like whatever you would take exactly. a, a bite of burger. It's pubes. Not from the first amount that you had when you had your first boner in art class when you caught snort out piss, Nicole then. Smith. I'm going snort piss. Yeah, eating pubes. Uh, even if it's like eating regular hair, it sounds really bad. I mean, I'd puke after snorting piss, but I mean, might as well just get it. Yeah, the snorting piss thing is going to go down and, you know, it, you get that post nasal drip. It's going to go right in there and it's going to be hot and warm. <laughs> you sneeze it back out. Yeah. You got to snort it up again. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You got to keep it down. No gotta, fucking way. You got to keep, keep it doing down. it over and over again. For a minute. 
I'm going to take all the piss. Eventually, I'll just start pissing in your nostril. <laughs> That's fine. Just laying it upside down. Yep. Uh, this one's for you, Ray. Would you rather be extremely allergic to your favorite food or be forced to eat your least favorite food once a week? Uh, forced to eat my food. Nope, forced to eat my, yeah, because I I would not want to be extremely allergic to my favorite food. What's your favorite food? Not my mom's. <laughs> not my mom's. I go steak. I mean, come on. Nice little steak. Or chicken broccoli Alfredo. Imagine if I was allergic. Thank to you for doing something other than steak. I was listening to something the other day about death row meals and everyone said steaks. Like, I get it. Steak's good, but give me, like, do the carbs and the pasta. And yeah. The, like the whole thing. Well, especially oh, if it's that was the my... last meal. Steak can be kind of boring. If I had a last meal, I'd want something that would be so gassy. So when I die, I just like everything just comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For weeks. And they have to fucking like pressure wash that fucking chair and shit just to make <laughs> sure they got everything out. They got to <laughs> have to kill these fat fucks. So you're going to eat your least, what's your least favorite food? Chinese food. I'd eat that once a week. I bet you would, you lying bitch. Chinese food. No, just so I get accepted. He's like, you know, general salad's not so bad. No, I'd rather eat Chinese food than lose out on chicken broccoli. It's the obvious answer for fucking... It's the obvious answer for Dr. Big Mac. Am I going to give up food or get more food? (laughs) Yeah, get more food, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, Would you rather never get tired or never have to go to the bathroom? Get tired. Never get tired. Yeah, it's never get tired. That's an easy Because then you can still be like wide awake and go in the bathroom and get away from your family. Yeah, exactly. Just go sit there and pretend to have a shit and just sit there for 15 minutes. This one does uh, raise the question, like never get tired like during the day. Do you still have to sleep or is it just like you're constantly, you're a vampire, like you're just constantly awake? You're the one that came up with the question. You got to tell me. I think it's like you have to be, still be human. You have to sleep your eight hours. But when you're awake, oh, like, fuck you're, yeah, you're never awake. get tired. You're good. You're good. I probably There's lose no sluggishness. Weight. Yeah, I probably lose some weight. Mm, Sounds great. I'd be the way more productive. Of non-productive. The amount of time uh, I spend n- not being productive because I'm tired versus the amount of time I shit is probably pretty equal. It's probably there's probably a battle there between the times. So, <laughs> which one would your wife rather you not be able to do anymore? Well, to Bobby's point, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm still going to spend that time on the shitter. So, yeah, yeah, it's boot. Yep, it's boot. <laughs> whatever. Push. <laughs> It'd be a nice. That'd be a nice uh, like conversation starter. You've had a lot to drink. Do you need to use the restroom? Oh no, I never use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, got I've never, I've never pissed. I've <laughs> never shit. What do you speak of? What do you speak of? Nope, what nope, do nope, you nope, speak nope. of? So yeah, hold on. Do you just keep, keep getting fatter and fatter then? Big bone, no. Bobby is what I like to hear. Please. <laughs> yeah, no, it's got to come out some other orifice. You yeah. cry a lot. Lose, shed the water. <laughs> uh, would you rather? <laughs> this one's. Would you rather have no thumbs or no fingers? Everyone's looking at their hands. I think you gotta no go no thumbs, right? Yeah, but then you can't grip anything. Well, you can grip more things with four fingers than you can with one thumb. Can't you? I'll I'll, I'll, I'll lose the thumb. Richard, as long as I have these two fingers, I'm good to go. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> would you rather grow a ponytail down to your asshole? Uh, oh, sorry, ankles. Or would you rather have a massive, massive Adam's apple? Like, weirdly, weirdly big. This would take oh. some thinking because you're not thinking through. The I kind of think the ponytail would look dope. Um, yeah, but you have to. It has to be a ponytail. You can't like do anything else with it. it just has high to, pony I, or I can't, I can't Rapunzel it. No, you cannot Rapunzel it. You can't do any like uh, cute, like cool bun or like honeycomb. It just has to always be a ponytail swaying in the breeze. You're stepping on it. It's so long. It's down your fucking feet. It's that long. But you have to maintain it, wash it, do all the shit. You have to deal with the hair. But it has to be in a ponytail. I already said you I don't a have a huge shampoo. Adam's apple. I'm not, I don't have any shampoo. massive, massive Adam's apple. Yeah, give me that massive. What, what's that going to do? It's going to affect your uh, transition when that happens. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not transitioning. I don't like magic, so it's not, <laughs> not transitioning. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good because you've always give me Adam's apple. You've already made one transition from a normally sized human to to a fat big, fuck, big fat bitch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when you when you call it when you said the white calf thing that's your, your name as a baby a fat white calf oh baby. that was mean that was a white funny. baby i was at work and i just started fucking laughing and then Sorry. this other woman asked what are you laughing at and i said this this group text message i'm in and i showed her the message <laughs> <laughs> and oh god she gave her your oh she did all right great yeah that, that sounds like she, let's get her on the show she sounds fun yeah. um, okay simplest minds of the week right after this <laughs> are you stupid or something i'm as stupid as a stupid does <laughs> big fat cow baby right it was a big <laughs> fat cow baby uh you're probably a small little baby that was I bet six point nine pounds, around there. They call it a medical miracle. Your mom got pregnant doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first simplest minds of the week uh, is J.C. Jackson. Uh, he came out and said he was confused why he got benched this week uh, when uh, on Sunday they played the game and he was was benched didn't play. And then on Monday, state of Massachusetts came out and said there's an arrest warrant for you there, <laughs> J.C. Because uh, you're an idiot, and it could be that. Or it could be he sucks. Either way, J.C. Jackson lands on the uh, simplest minds of the week. Over a speeding ticket, I believe it was. That's all it is. $300 ticket, yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll be back on the Patriots next year. I hope not. That was a massive contract, and that guy's an idiot, and obviously Well, he'll get cut because all flailing. his guaranteed money's done, and the Patriots will sign him for $1.8 million. Would you, though? Sure. Because the contract will have no guaranteed money, and he'll come there, and if he does what they tell him to do, he does it, or he he can, they cut him. Yeah, um, yeah he, was he was good, good. when he was here. He was good. Uh, don't put him up against Steph Diggs, and he's good. Uh, is he the biggest example of the quote-unquote Belichick made me club? Uh, guys like Trey Flowers, who left, uh, Jamie Collins, who left and came back a couple times. I'm sure there's some Dion other- Branch. Dion Branch. Trey Flowers at least had one good year in Detroit. In Detroit, did he? Yeah, his yeah. first year he went there, like, he was good. Yeah. I think J.C. Jackson's the biggest one. And Jamie Collins was the same when he went to Cleveland for a little bit. No, I think he took a step down when he went to Cleveland. I, maybe. I remember him being okay. But I think it's J.C. Jackson because he's sucked since he left. Yeah, he's been he a was, total bust. 
Yeah, JC Jackson probably tops the list. I, like well, I tried to come up with more names off the top of my head, and I couldn't. I'm sure if we went through it, we could find a couple. But there's more names that left and were good, like Chandler Jones, uh, Richard Seymour. Van Noy left and came back. He was the same player. Yeah, Van Noy probably lands on the Belichick made you because he came in and made, Nikovic came in. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, JC Jackson is definitely the biggest. You were good here and not good somewhere else. Dion Branch is a good one. Um, he was really good with the Patriots. Not he was okay with Seattle. Then when he came back, yeah, he, was he pretty he good flailed with Seattle. Yeah, he signed um, like one of the richest wide receiver deals too when he went to Seattle too. I believe. Oh wow, stupid ass deal. Yeah, coming off a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, that'll mm. help. That'll help. Uh, next simplest minds of the week. I'm gonna skip the second. Tread lightly, tread lightly on this. Well, I'm gonna go to the last one here because uh, we okay. talked about Bobby mentioned a little bit in our Celtics segment. Jimmy Butler went on one of the social media things and uh told the NBA to start looking at the Bucks for tampering for getting Damian Lillard fucking crying in your own milk there, Jimmy. A little bit. Yep. God, the respect I lost for him. The respect I've lost. He did a couple other things last year, too, in the social media shit, just kind of bitching and whining, coming up short constantly. He's a little whiny. He's a fu- He's a little. that. If, if you haven't seen the video, I'm sure, Ray, you can find it, send it to us. He sounds like a baby back bitch who knows it's done. Who knows it's done. Like, how much longer he's not can his father, that's carry for sure. that team? Say that again, Raymond. Uh, he's definitely not his father. Who's that again? Uh, Michael Jordan. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, and last on my list here, uh, Simplest Minds of the Week, and I am supposed to tread lightly. Is that a name of a song? Nope. <laughs> that was good, though. That was I was impressed that you knew that so many songs. That was good today, yeah. That oh, was yeah. Belichick's comments on this? Yeah. We had a back and forth in our text exchange uh, throwing song names back and forth. For this uh, world-renowned artist, the biggest one in the world as we speak, Taylor Swift lands on the simplest minds of the week today, uh, this week, because that guy, that fucking douchebag, Travis Kelsey, come on. Who would you rather see her with? How would you rather? Swizz. Come on. Who would you rather see her with? Let me me ask you a question. Let me ask you a real question. Take a second. Don't Don't just respond. If Taylor Swift slipped into Max DMs and he dumped that little pail and he dumped that little uh, glass of milk, uh, fucking milk, yeah. If Taylor Swift was in on with Mac, how much better do you think Mac would be on the field? Probably worse because he would be fucking around with her all the time. I, don't know. I take it back. No, Robbie, Bobby, Bobby doesn't know the power. Uh, of Taylor he doesn't Taylor Swift. understand. He doesn't, he doesn't understand. I mean, Bobby, maybe you should go over there and shake it off. Maybe get out of the woods in a little bit. But fucking Taylor Swift, that guy's fucking percentage would be up at ninety nine. Thank you. He'd probably be top three quarterback in the NFL. I, I would take anybody. Travis Kelsey is the biggest douche toolbox douchebag in the league. Mac Jones is rivaling him at this point, I think. But he's Travis, still, he's number one. He's absolutely number one. So who? I don't know anybody else. What's what's Justin Herbert like? He seems like a nice fella. Maybe yeah. like Judon. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he would hurt. Be good. He would hurt poor T Swizzle. Can I tell you something, honestly? Since we're in the trust tree together right now. Yeah. Um, all this that's, we are recording. That, uh, we are recording. All that that's going on with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey makes me like him a little bit. Makes you like him? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. The fact that he's that he's uh 
He's banging T Swift. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a cute Did little they story. Sex? You think he's boned her? Cute little story. I think so. She seemed pretty excited. Yeah. What yeah, do you think her probably... sex position is? She probably. Like hmm. I had to guess. Probably she's probably with him. Probably likes getting thrown around a little bit. Probably likes a little rough with him. You think she likes to get choked? He's a used bit? to like skinny little dweeby guys, and obviously, I I think he's providing a, a different service. It's a good point, Bobby. She's dated a bunch of artists and uh, dweebs that are probably shorter than her, and now yeah. Travis. Now she's just getting his, fucked hard with his muscles. Yeah, fuck it. Oh he's, man, he's probably providing a different experience. You could say. Yeah, this isn't a long term thing. Do you think he dresses in his uniform and she's the cheerleader of some sort? He definitely wears his uniform around. Oh, God, yeah. mm. the varsity jacket, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Chief's varsity jacket. Maybe the uh, the mascot head, too. Maybe they're furries. You think they're into furries? I don't think Rich knows what that is. Mm. <laughs> what do you say, furs? Like, furs, uh, furs. like a, like a, a bear, like a bear fur on a, on the rug, like on the ground? Mm-mm. It's You're warm, but not all the way there. I'll tell you what's that's warm. your that's your homework assignment tonight. Yeah. It's not yeah. my mother's ass. This has been a Simon Sports Show Friday Rewind, <laughs> September 29th. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Happy birthday, Kathy. Happy birthday, Raymond. My son's birthday is on Sunday. Happy birthday, Raymond. Yep. He's looking at what a furry is. He is. An enthusiastic uh, for animal characters with human characteristics, in particular a person who dresses up in costume as such character as uh, one using Avatar online. Yeah, people dress up in like animal outfits and have sex. That's yep. what, That's what they do. Do they make their own holes in the costume? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they tend to and have kind of, then they stick like their dick a in mane. It and they gyrate until the desired mane. result. Yeah, they have a mane. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. You should try it. <laughs> it's called role play. Spices it up sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I gotta bring an electric Gillette every Tuesday night just to get through that fucking mess. <laughs> it grows back in a week every time. It's amazing. Like a fucking chia pet. <laughs> <laughs> you think someone that old would just not be able to grow their hair like they used to, but lo and behold, Irene, good for no, her. Every Wednesday morning, not the. It's like when the when the, the more the lawn gets mowed, Ray. Wow, <laughs> that's why. Okay, every okay. Wednesday morning, Ray's father comes out there with his cup of coffee and his fucking grass seed and sprinkles it on there and dumps the water. <laughs> Does a fucking rain dance. A cha cha cha. There shall be pubes. <laughs> So I just snuck right in. You didn't even fucking hear me come in. Well, that's because you continue to fucking steal my identity. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go.
why'd you sign out of the goddamn account that's under my name when it pops up on the screen it says rich mcphee and i'm already sitting there and then you spook me like a ghost as i'm sitting there playing delicacies on my beautiful guitar hi bobby how are you i'm doing well how are you you're still mad about the name thing <laughs> uh, no, I was just uh, I set it up early. We're early today. Oh, I was down here. I just sent the invite, and I forgot that Ray <laughs> lets himself in now uh, to these Zoom sessions. <laughs> I was playing guitar, not looking. And he goes, "Hey, uh, suck my dick, whatever," and it scared me. No, I said, "Hey, is that how you lure the boys into your basement?" Oh, that's right. You made a pedo. You made a pedo joke. <laughs> so you thought you you thought you had five minutes to yourself to sit there and play some guitar, and then uh, yeah, so that I was ruined. Right by... down, try to get a little ahead of the game, and this guy comes fucking sneaking in with his striped undershirt like a fucking toddler. I don't have a striped undershirt. How dare you? What what, what is your on your sleeves? That's it's a shirt, dude. That's just one shirt. That's the. Yeah. Dumbest looking shirt I've fucking seen. No way! Look at how is that to cut your tits in half so you can't so like it (laughs) accentuates the under. It's a built-in man bra. Yeah, that looks like a fucking halter top for man tits. I mean, when I run, it's more comfortable. It also looks like a toddler has like undershirts. You run where to uh, Krispy Kreme's release? What are you talking? Uh, We don't have Krispy Kreme's. No, come on. You've been out of New England that long. It's Dunkin' Donuts first and foremost. Come on. Secondly, I, I ran tonight long enough to know that Dunkin' Donuts is fucking dog shit. I know that, but that's what all we have around here. We're gonna beep that in case they want to sponsor us. They probably won't. <laughs> America runs on it, but America doesn't run fast. We're the most obese country in the world. So by America, you mean three states? I've yeah. been watching uh, Parks and Rec. Have you guys ever watched that show? Oh yeah, maybe once or twice, but uh, twenty years ago. Oh really? I just started watching. Just coming it. onto it? No, Very yeah, funny. Just, just looking for like something to get into. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, I just watched the one where the, the she invited the Venezuelan government to come over for because they're uh, yes. the sister. Yes. Yeah, and how he was saying how all Americans are obese because of the sugar you mm. eat. Yeah, it's un- uh, where it's unfortunate we're, we're in a time where they like comedies can't even be made. Even like jokes in that show, you just can't say in today's climate. Uh uh-uh. no, and they're not. It's no. not even like bad. It's just. You know, they're no. jokes and people you can't, can't make take comedy jokes. movies like they used to. You watch an old no. comedy movie, you can't even do anything near that. No, it's like starting what? to come back around. Thank God for stand up comedians because they're starting to like this is how it always goes. There's always ebbs and flows in comedy, and stand up comedians are always the ones to bring the edge back, and then movies start getting made. Um, I just watched Shane Gillis's new special on Netflix. No, mm. you don't say. <laughs> oh, that, that fucking guy. That was good that you said today. It was, it was last night it was so it's so good so <laughs> yeah the, uh... but no yeah it's been a while since like think about the last good blockbuster comedy movie that's come out can't well they don't make any movies that isn't like a marvel movie anymore it's either like a superhero movie or like what is it uh ray's mom is vampires into the adults well adult film why don't you be fucking serious you're trying to record here stop that's two mom jokes already it's very early and they're very bad I'm, i apologize Get on your game. Go fucking diddle your guitar again. Try to lure some more kids in your basement. I just got breaking. I just got breaking Billy Bomb. Yeah, you Chan- like that? Chandler Jones is claiming that Aaron Hernandez didn't kill himself. No shit. And <laughs> Billy Billy Bomb follows that up with this guy gets it. I thought he didn't like conspiracy theories. Well, he thinks that anybody falls them as a loser, although he is like he just fall into it for following conspiracy theories. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of losers, what do you say we start the show? Uh, The Simple Mind Sports Show, Friday.